Hello, you are listening to a very special mini-series of the Sustainable-ish podcast with me, Jen Gale, counting down to and celebrating the launch of the Sustainable-ish Living Guide, my book that is everything you need to know to make small changes that make a big difference. Join me for 12 days, diving into a chapter each day and chatting to someone marvellous, doing good stuff relevant to the topic of that chapter to infuse and inspire you to take action and obviously to get your mitts on a copy of my book. (laughs) One of my favourite comments I've had so far from someone who was sent an advanced copy is that it's the most eco-common sense thing I've read, which I absolutely love because I feel like we all need a bit of eco-common sense as we enter a new year and a new decade where we'll all need to be making changes. So we need to figure out how to make those changes work for us. The book is published by Bloomsbury and it is out on January the 9th. So if you're listening before that, you can pre-order it from all the usual places online Or if you're listening after that point, you can, of course, order it online or it should be available in all good bookshops. Or obviously, the sustainable-ish option would be to ask your library to order it in for you. Day 11, the penultimate episode in this mini-series, which calls for a celebration. And serendipitously, this episode, and indeed chapter 11 in the book, is all about celebrations. I'm chatting to Isabel Mack, who is the founder of the Party Kit Network, which is a website that supports all of the party kits within the UK. Party kits, because you might be wondering, are a simple and brilliant solution to all the waste that comes with the disposable stuff that we often use for parties, especially kids' parties. It's a hireable set of plates, cups, bowls, etc. that can be rented, used for the party and then returned. Genius, I know. There are now over 250 party kits in the UK. You can search the Party Kit Network website to see if there's one near you. And if there isn't, why not have a think about starting one yourself? Enjoy. Hello, Isabel. Welcome to Sustainable-ish. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah, really looking forward to diving into all things sustainable-ish celebrations and parties. So can you kick us off by introducing yourself? Yeah, sure. I'm Isabel Mack and I'm founder of the Party Kit Network. Brilliant. What is the Party Kit Network? Uh, yeah, so the network <laughs> uh, is a non-profit community project. So we aim to make it easier for people to find their local reusable party kit um, as we're all of us, I'd say, in the network are very passionate about reducing waste and there is an awful lot of waste generated at kids' parties. Um, so a party kit is a box which has uh, reusable plates and cups and then uh, lots of other things, so um, jugs, platters, um, sometimes decorations like bunting. Um, and someone, hopefully, in your local community will run a kit and you can hire it from them for your party instead of using disposables. It's such a, we were saying just before I kind of hit record, like, it's such a simple idea and people just get it, don't they? People are just yeah. like, oh yeah, why, why wouldn't that exist? And brilliant, why wouldn't I use it? And, but it's, um, you were just saying you're coming up to your six month birthday. So yeah. the, the network itself has only really been a thing this year in, in 2019. Yeah. 
and of the kits that are in the network most of them have launched within the last six to 12 months so it is still a really new concept and it like you say it's so surprising that it didn't exist before yeah yeah you think why didn't nobody come up with that before so um do you know where it where the sort of momentum suddenly came from where it started um, I think certainly the BBC did an article about a PTA kit in Wales. That's right. Um, and then for me, I actually discovered p- the concept of party kits via your blog. So the podcast that you did with Tilly from the Freem Eco Party Packages mm. in the summer. So that was kind of, for me, the light bulb moment. And then I posted on a local parents group to ask if we had one where I lived. Um, and then I was like, there should be an easier way to find a kit. Yeah. So um, I'd already, I'm quite we'd already started our zero waste journey and I've been very passionate about reducing particularly our plastic waste. And so as part of that, I'd already discovered a website called Zero Waste Near Me, um, which is an online directory of zero waste projects. So I emailed uh, Diane who runs that website and said, you should list party kits because that's a really good way of reducing waste and Mm. it would help people find their kit. So, and I offered to help her find kits. So we set up a really simple Google form Um, I started posting it on various zero waste and plastic free groups and we just thought, well, we'll see how many we get and then we'll um, start adding them to the website. Uh, Very quickly, we already had 20. So we're like, oh, this is already a thing. Like, this is great. Um, And then I thought, well, kind of where we're gaining this momentum, we need to tell more people about what a party kit is and make it easier for people to find their kits so actually if we had a network dedicated specifically to party kits then it'd be easier for me to go Mm -hmm. and talk to more people about it and so that's how it started and so the actual network website went live in August um yes so it's been really and we're recording this in December and how many how many are on there now so we're almost at 250 kits that's all wow. across the UK. Every country in the UK now has at least one kit. Um, and we've started to spread onto islands, which is quite exciting. Um, and yeah, we've had about 7,000 visitors to the website already. So yeah, it's been great to the momentum and also the community people who run kits are also passionate about it and share a lovely sense of community and that they share their ideas and help solve problems. And so that's been really positive. Yeah, definitely. And you've got, there's a Facebook group, isn't there, for people who've got um, party kits or are thinking about starting one. And and I'm in that. And I love the fact that, because some people are really good at styling their kits and taking beautiful pictures, (laughs) aren't they? And the vast majority of them are more than happy for other people to use them and to share them and things, which for people like me who are rubbish at that kind of thing is really, really helpful. Yeah. And that certainly is part of the network. So not only is it about making it easier for people to find kits, um, I'm also very passionate about supporting the people who run the kits. So all the kits are run independently. Um, Some of them are run by individuals from their home. Some are run by school PTA groups or other community projects. Some are run by zero waste stores. Um, Some are run as part of uh, like larger party businesses. but so they're all at kind of different levels of business know-how or marketing know-how. So for some of them, um, like we create uh, default artwork for them to use or help them do their logos or set up their Facebook page. Uh, yeah, so any way we can help really to um, make it easier for people to set up and run a kit is yeah. also part of our mission. And you've got information, haven't you, as you know, where people to point people in the direction of where they can buy the stuff for mm-hmm. it. And, yep. um, and as you say, kind of um, images that people can use because you did a, a photo shoot, didn't you? Of, yep. uh... <laughs> a very chaotic so, photo shoot. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> um, so how does it work practically? If somebody 
wants to hire a kit and they're listening to this and so how do they find out if there's one near near them yeah. and then how does the hiring process work yeah so the simplest way to find your local kit is to go to our website which is partykitnetwork.uk on there we've got a map so you can search for your address and uh it will show you all the pins near you which hopefully there are some mm-hmm. uh we are adding to the map every week um so uh, there are more and more kits and that's part of our mission as well, is to make it as accessible as possible. Mm. Um, so once you've found, hopefully, your local kit, you um, can then contact them directly uh, to see what they can offer you and uh, make your booking. Um, some kits are hired for free, some kits are done by donation, and some um, are chargeable. They're not, the average, I'd say, is probably about 50p per child, mm-hmm. um, which is still often cheaper than buying disposables. Yeah. Um, and normally much better quality as well I'd say so that's and great colours as well and some kits have beautiful decorations that go with them it's just amazing and some Um, people have done because in in my kit I've got um, bunting and somebody very kindly donated some tablecloths so we've got tablecloths Mm -hmm. as well but the um, I mean some people have got amazing things they've got these reusable pass the parcel fabric yeah. bags which... they're one of my favorite things so they were quite I only discovered them after starting the party kit network so they are a set of bags so normally between 10 and 20 bags um and the smallest one will have either a winner's token in or a prize if it's uh, little enough and then you bet instead of using wrapping paper you uh, pop each bag into the next size up bag mm. until you've basically got your parcel for your parcel parcel game and I was I think I was worried that it took some of the magic out of the game and that part of it is the unwrapping. Yes, the Actually, having now had parties and seeing kids using it, um, so some are drawstring bags and some are Velcro or might have other fasteners, this, the the excitement from the game isn't spoiled by the fact oh, okay. that it's reusable. Yeah. So I think that, yeah, for me, that's been such a positive change. That's so simple. And actually, it's much easier and quicker to set up your parcel parcel game oh with my reusable God, bags yeah. than yeah. doing all the wrapping. Yeah. It, yeah, it's been great. And yeah, and you know, you could easily fill you know at least half a bin bag with the wrapping paper oh, yes. from parcel yeah. parcel mm-hmm. um so to use that makes so much sense so people have um some kits have got those in as well haven't they as added yes. extras and yeah. um, so that's a brilliant I, and I love seeing how inventive people are and all the different things that people come up with to kind of add on as extras yeah. as well and particularly brilliant. for the decorations because particularly with kids parties the default decoration is normally balloons mm. uh, which are not reusable and you can't recycle them um, so cu- coming up with new ways of um, creating usable decorations that can go in kits um, and be used again and again has been part of our, well, it's been, there's been lots of chatter about that in the group. So um, and one of the most obvious ones is bunting, which mm-hmm. is very popular. Um, things like pom-poms, paper fans, uh, the honeycomb balls, yeah. uh, but also paper chains. Um, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's, as you say, it's that idea sharing that, um, all that sort of thing that really it does you know it does feel like a network and a community and people kind of really helping each other out so um so w- w- when you hire the kit do you have to wash it when you take it back or can you take it back unwashed or how does that work because so there that... are a range of models across, in the kits across the country so some of them include washing up some of them will do the washing up either uh, if you forfeit a deposit or you pay for an additional service or some kits particularly ones run by community groups would require you to wash up the kit first mm-hmm. before returning yeah um, but actually it's not I think that is 
possibly one of the reasons why reusables haven't taken off in the past and why disposables have been the go-to is yeah. partly the being able to just sweep it all into a bin bag at the end mm-hmm. um but actually washing up a kit isn't that bad yeah like normally a kit for 20 will all fit in the dishwasher one load and it's done yeah and it, that's yeah. i think that's the good thing is it can all go in the dishwasher <laughs> yes <laughs> um so any other top we talked a little bit about decorations and we've obviously talked about the the party wear any other top tips for parties with less waste I think probably the the next most the area that generates the next amount of waste is food Mm. so party food is it is difficult to buy lots of party food without packaging yeah um I think the my main tips would be plan ahead so try to allocate enough food to cover the party and not overbuy yeah I am a terrible one for overbuying panic buying yes um and so trying to be realistic about how much food will be eaten in the duration of the party um I think also getting people to help you so rather than buying uh pre-cut fruit and veg um buy it loose and get people to cut it or do it the night before Mm. um getting people to make cakes and things or they will well also not only hopefully save you money but also reduce the amount of just um food packaging waste and a lot of it is very difficult to recycle um so that would probably be my top tip is just the planning ahead and getting people to help you with the food yeah and i think food waste as well at at, at Mm. kids parties well i suspect at all parties is a really big thing as well because I kind of think we think, oh, well, you know, they've got to have, we've got to have something decent. So we better do sandwiches and, or maybe they'd like sausage rolls as well. And maybe they'd, and we've definitely got to have crisps and we've got to have party mm. rings and, oh, we better put some fruit on there, which we know they're not going to eat really. And maybe some cucumber <laughs> sticks. And, and so they end up with kind of all this food and they're so excited and they're so hyped up that they're hardly eating anything anyway. And so it's, um, I think the best party we went to for food, all they just had hot dogs and then a massive bowl of like strawberries and blueberries. And the kids yeah. were like, awesome and they ate it all and it was brilliant and you know very little food waste and things so I think um there is that kind of okay so we've got 10 kids how much food are they actually going to eat yeah trying to to be a little bit sensible around that as well isn't it yeah and I think also remembering to take things like um Tupperware so that you can pack up any uneaten food take home like that's the kind of thing I often would forget yes yeah (laughs) yeah 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 and even things like um you know buying the big bags of crisps and putting it out in bowls rather than the individual packs and things like that and I know um some of the kits and we do it with ours we have because we don't have a food waste collection in Wiltshire but we got a hot composter in our garden so I put two food um you know compostable food waste bags in the kit and people invite people to put any food waste in there so I can pass it on um and we also are happy for people to put their empty crisp packets and things in and we'll take them off the TerraCycle scheme as well so there are um you know things that that can be done to make it a little bit less wasteful and a little bit easier um party bags any tips on party bags I think party bags are a tricky one, aren't they? Because um, they have become unexpected. I think um, some of the really lovely ideas I've seen are things like um, giving a book instead. So um, mm. buying a collection of books, so normally like a set. And actually it works out cheaper per book than yes. buying a, things to put in a party bag. And then letting children um, pick their own thing. Or another uh, one which I saw on a Facebook group post, which I thought was a lovely idea, was that children who were having the party um went through their toy collection and donated to a box all the things they didn't want anymore um and so it was kind of like a 
a mystery um prize so you yeah. put your hand in the box so it was filled with shredded newspaper you put your hand in the box and picked out a surprise gift which I thought was lovely as well um but things I think like bath bombs seed packets um and then using bags that are either fabric bags that you could reuse again or um bags made, made from newspaper mm. so it's quite a good um um guide to making newspaper bags on youtube oh okay so you're the origami um, yeah. Or another one I saw, which was quite good, was um, if you collect small uh, cardboard boxes and then you could add ribbons to make handles. So there's lots of different ways. Obviously, some are more time consuming than others. Um, but I think if to give it a little bit more thought, you can yeah. avoid a lot of the plastic tact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some of the kits have sort of teamed up with people who do plastic free party bags and things yeah. haven't they so that if you're hiring a kit you can get a discount on them and things like that so there are some um plastic free party bag businesses yes and i'll link to those in the in the show notes that kind of literally you can just order 10 or 20 or whatever and you, yeah and they've got them. lovely ideas in so one of the ones we used had um little paper masks in or uh, little origami um activities or you know so they they are very thoughtful yeah and it's and I mean the kids to my shame our youngest still absolutely adores a, a party bag and you know <laughs> and it's not a party if he doesn't get a party bag but yeah. you know that and it is just that joy and excitement of getting something and they don't really care what it is which is yeah kind of bad <laughs> but yeah I think you know and sometimes even just a piece of cake and a I don't know something is yeah. um yeah brilliant super so where can we find you mentioned the website earlier but if you can just repeat that um for everybody yeah. to come and find you so we're at the partykitnetwork.uk brilliant and where can we find you on social media um we all our social media is at partykitnetwork brilliant oh that's quite nice and easy and you're on facebook and instagram and twitter and twitter and the facebook group if people are interested in starting their own is yes uh, which is called reusable party kit group i think <laughs> i'll check that for you and I'll, I'll make sure it's linked up in the in the show notes yeah, um, but on our website we've got a downloadable guide of how to get started and that includes links to the um facebook group but also any network discounts things like um buying tableware. Oh, yeah fabulous um completely putting you on the spot here but the network's been up for six months do you have any rough idea of how many items have been saved from landfill during that time? Well, um, interestingly, someone did ask me this the other day. So if every kit was hired today, that's over 14,000 <gasps> single-use items saved from landfill. So if a party kit goes out every weekend, so times that by 52, that's uh, an incredible amount. So it's hundreds <laughs> of thousands. How many? <laughs> hundreds of thousands. Hundreds of thousands, be, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And... Yeah, and these items, because um, some people source their kits secondhand, don't they? And some people mm. buy new from yeah. places like IKEA and stuff. But, the, you know, the whole point is that, yes, it's plastic, but it's reusable plastic and it's going to be yeah. used and used and used and used. Yeah, um, and we're working really hard to partner with people to try and reduce the waste from the reusables as well. So at some point, the reusables will need to get replaced. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm quite passionate about making sure that we can close the loop on that as well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But I think, you know, if you envisage a, a normal, you know, air quotes, normal party and and the bin bag, probably at least one bin bag of waste that you've got yes. at the end of it, of plates and cups and wrapping paper and some food waste and things like that. And you kind of think, oh, well, it's just once a year and it's just one bin bag or, you know, however many kids you've got or whatever. But actually, when that's multiplied by 
all the parties taking place, even just in your neighbourhood. Just in your, well, even just in your class. If you've yes. got like 30 kids in your class, that's a lot of waste. Yeah, definitely. And and such a an easy and accessible thing for people to do. So I think it's, I think it's, I mean, it's staggering that it's gone from zero to yeah. 250 <laughs> in six months. And I think it'd be really exciting to see where, like this time next year, how many kits there are. And um, I've quenched some numbers on how much has been yes. saved. But yeah. Um, well, thank you so much. Because I know, you know, you're running the network out of your own time and at your mm-hmm. own expense and all those sorts of things as well. So thank you for, for doing that and for making it so much easier for for people to access it I think it's amazing thank you very much thank you so much for tuning in and for joining me in counting down to and celebrating the launch of the sustainable-ish living guide available online and in all good bookshops from January the 9th 2020 catch you next time